Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What's up and welcome back to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Friday, November 17, 2023. Of course, I am Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the new face of video games blessing at Aoye. Junior. I just want you to know that during the intro, I cleared my throat because I thought I was about to host. Yeah. Like there was the first split second, both of us were going to start hosting the show <laughs> at the same time. And I was like, nope, I'm not in that seat. I want you to know that as the, the intro was starting, I had a moment of like, how do I intro this show? Mm -hmm. And I looked down and I read the he headline, Last of Us Part 2 is finally coming to PS5. And I almost started the show saying, Last, Last of Us <laughs> Part 2. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. How's your morning going? Oh, it's going great, Bless, because tonight something very special is happening. Well, mm -hmm. I guess technically last night, but tonight we are going to be able to enjoy the first new Scott Pilgrim content oh, in yeah. many, many years. Scott Pilgrim takes off coming to Netflix. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited because I'm one of those people, and I'm ashamed about it. Yeah. When you ask me, oh, what's your favorite movie? The first movie that comes to mind is Scott Pilgrim mm -hmm. versus the world because I'm a dork. I'm a nerd. I get it. I love Michael Sarah. It's all true. Uh, but I love this movie, and like, I'm I'm very excited. I As a kid, I like I, it sucks because they had the Scott Pilgrim uh, like comics in my library, my school library, and so I would like check them out but i was like i was that kid that like just also wouldn't read like i hated reading yeah. as a kid so i'd check them out just be like oh yeah this is cool and i just fucking wouldn't do anything with them and so i'm excited to actually see this animated version of scott pilgrim very very different than if it's based it is based on the graphic novel i don't know how much they're going to change and stuff but mm -hmm. very similar but very different than the movie so i'm excited for you to see the the twists and turns yeah. uh that are going to happen there did you um listen to the new andre 3000 album you know what, bless? I did. Yeah, did you? I did. I, I, well, as much as I could. You know what I mean? I, I really, <laughs> really, I want to let you know. I want to yeah. let you know. I gave it an honest shot. And I went into it being like, look, I want it to be a rap album. Duh. Andre yeah. is debatably the best to ever do it. Like, if you're mm. just talking about, like, verse for verse, it's like, which there aren't that many of them out there. But, like, any, especially guest verses. He comes oh, yeah. through and he just destroys, Incredible. right? I want that, but I'm like, at the same time, I respect him as an artist. I, whatever he wants to give me, I want to give a shot. Mm -hmm. And I like instrumental music quite a bit. I like live instrumental music a lot. So I was like, I'm going to, him doing a flute album. This sounds not exactly what I'd ask for, but I think it's going to be something I want. Uh -huh. And then about five minutes into the first song that I think is like 37 minutes long. And I realized this is it. And mm -hmm. then I skipped to the second song and I skimmed forward and it sounded exactly very, no, no that, that's, you know, belittling it. It's not that, but I was like, it's a very, very similar vibe. And like, there's not as much um, loud percussion as I would yeah. have expected. It's, it's more of the like chimey type percussion. I was like, okay, this sounds like music my mom used to listen to when I was a little kid. Mm. Um, and when she was uh, maybe, maybe not smoking the reefer oh, you know what yeah. i mean so listening to wind instruments <laughs> exactly. while you're smoking that wind yeah yes exactly <laughs> That's what, but what, about, what about you <laughs> i mean i listened to it on yeah in my car on the way here and i did the thing where i skipped through like a bunch of the tracks and started like listening to different parts to see like okay what is this because knew it wasn't gonna be a rap album he, he said as much we've been seeing clips of this man with a flute for like two decades now so you knew what this is gonna be but funny enough like while i was listening to it i felt like 
do you have like a nephew or like children in your life that want to impress you and like they're like they're like hey watch this jump and they do a jump and you're like oh, yeah. yeah let's go that's oh, yeah. awesome his that's, name's kevin <laughs> exactly yeah that's how i felt listening to this album where how i like skimmed through a song and i started listening to some some of the parts and i was like Andre 3000 is kind of talented, no, though. No, I mean, he's talented. He's talented. Yo, like, this is actually some pretty good music. <laughs> undeniably, yes. It's just like, do I vibe with it? Maybe not so it's much. Not, I'm, not, I'm never going to listen to it again. But I was like, yeah. I was like, this is actually like good really good quality. Yeah, like, you're really, like, Andre 3000 might be one of the most talented musicians of our time. Like, he is fucking incredible. And then the new 2 Chainz uh, Lil Wayne album dropped last night. It did. That I didn't even it. know it was coming. Yeah. So I popped onto Apple Music, and I looked over trying to find uh, Andre. He was d- dug way deep in there, which... Mm. I mean, New Drake also dropped, too. Yeah, which yeah makes it exactly. Cool. But Let I saw the, the, the 2 Chainz thing. I was like, all right. Popped in. Saw Fabulous on uh, a guest first. Oh, I'm like, all right. Gotta listen to this. Okay. Kind of fun. Kind of fun. Let's but go. Anyway, enough about all of that. This is Kind of Funny Games Daily, where each and every weekday we get together uh, to talk about all the video game news you need to know. Stories like Last of Us 2's PS5 being spotted, uh, new Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth details, and more. Uh, you can get the show live every weekday right here on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames or youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames. You can also get it later as a VOD so you can watch at your leisure on YouTube or roosterteeth.com. If podcasts are more your thing, we're right there for you on your favorite podcast service. Just search for Kind of Funny Games daily. Uh, if you wanted to go above and beyond, though, patreon.com slash kindoffunny is where you want to go. You can get all our shows ad-free, a whole bunch of bonus content. You get to support us just like our Patreon producers. Where are they at? Who do I want to shout out? You know what? I want to shout out Jason Hampton and mm. Delaney Twining. Thank you all so very, very uh, much. Over on Patreon, actually. We got a new remember blank. Yeah. It's up today where the audience pitches the crew on their picks for game of the year. It's a fun episode because, yeah. man, let me let me tell you. Remember blank is losing the plot. We didn't remember shit. We, yeah. were, we sat there and we were like, hey, write us your pitches for game of the year. And, like, let's see what we think about it. It was a really fun episode. So yeah. highly recommended. That's cool. You can go check that out now on Patreon. More stuff on Patreon. You can get Nerf Alice's iconic shirtless Spider-Man shirt as the premium collector's item this month. You can get yours at patreon.com slash kind of funny. Barrett, I really apologize. I went out of order on the dock. It threw me off, too. I was trying to find the Patreon producers that I got, I got locked in but I appreciate you keeping up <laughs> but anyways you can get this shirt on patreon.com slash kind of funny uh, going back a little bit to the housekeeping section a new PSI love you XOXO is up where Greg gives his PlayStation portal thoughts and the crew celebrates the PS4's 10 year anniversary um, I was playing with my portal a little bit last night yeah and man it's just it is a 10 out of 10 Unless it's a five out of ten. Yeah. Oh my and god. It's like, oh man. Oh. I just keep buying at work now because I'm yeah. like at, at home. It works only like fifty percent of the time, and when it's working, it's like any moment my Wi-Fi is gonna give up, and it's just not gonna work. So I keep it at work because I keep it here at the office because it's easier or it's way better to use. It works flawlessly here, and yeah. it's such a good time. It man. works sixty percent of the time every time. I mean, exactly. It, well, no, but see, that's that's the problem. Is it works hundred percent. That's the thing. Sometimes, it works every time. Or it doesn't work. It works every time, 60% of the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's ah, it's frustrating. Um, and then what else do we got here? Um, I already shout out our Patreon producers. I wanted to give a shout out. We were talking about Patreon. We normally talk about our Patreon, and we're gonna continue to do that. But I want to talk about another person's Patreon right now, and that man is Oriodo. We've oh. talked about Oriodo uh for years now at Kind of Funny. Uh the Kind of Funny Games Cast art. Uh he, he he's provided all of it um that we've been using for years. And he adds like a filter to kind of add all the, the the blues and the pinks to make it the games cast colors, but his art is 
is absolutely stunning, and I, I cannot shout it out enough. Uh, Barrett, if you could bring up the tweet that he just did. Um, he did a whole series of demakes of Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, I love this. And oh my lord, they are absolutely Damn, stunning. I kind of want this actually. For for audio listeners out there, uh, you should check out uh, Oriotto, O-R-I-O-T-O on Twitter, on Instagram, but specifically on Patreon to go support him. Like, come on. Damn, yeah, this it's is like so the, almost like the Link's Awakening remake style, but it's um, Tears of the Kingdom footage. It looks really cool. And uh, he he's had hundreds if not thousands of these art pieces i don't understand how he can be this talented like mm -hmm. it's he's been pumping these things out i've been a fan of his since i want to say like 2008 or something like he's been in the game doing this um but he also over on like Redbubble and things he offers prints uh that you can buy and i did this like uh in in my my theater i have like five of these displayed of some of my my favorite games uh that i actually bought so you can see them all lined up there uh, but I got Super Mario World, which come on. That's these are sick as hell. Come on. Uh, Smash Brothers here. Uh, we got uh, Final Fantasy X. We got Metal Gear Solid 2. And then um, the one other one was uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. But pretty much if there's a game that you love, chances are he's done art of it. At least one piece, if not more. Yeah. Um, so you could definitely go uh, check it out. Support him on Patreon. Go buy some prints. He's going to have some Black Friday sales. I just really wanted to give him a shout out because he has been so good to kind of funny. And um, I mean, he makes my room look awesome. I love so. this one of the moon monster from Bloodborne. Hell yeah. That's not Hell. what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> it's called like the moon demon or some shit. But like, I, there's nothing like really good video game art that mm -hmm. you then also frame and put on your wall. That's what I'm saying. And like, it, there's something that's just nice about it because like, you bring people over and then they don't even have to be nerds, but they can still appreciate it because they're like, oh, you got good art. But then deep down, you're like, oh, but that's Final Destination from Smash. Yeah. And they don't realize it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things that uh, they got fully Gia approved. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Oh, hell yeah. Which like, <laughs> it's, it's rare for video game stuff. But like that is in our house. <laughs> she go. is happy about it. The moon um, presence also is what it's called. There but I like go. calling it the moon monster. <laughs> moon monster, everybody. The monster on the moon. Um, but anyway, enough about all of that. Let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> it's time for some news. We got five stories today. A baker's dozen. No post show today, by the way. Oh, that's the other housekeeping. No, no, no post, post show. Today. Also, there's a new episode of The Shit List. So much new stuff. So yeah. much good stuff. Also, thank you to the better help. I forget if you said that. Yeah, part. thank you to better help. <laughs> We're all over the place today. <laughs> <laughs> Story number one. You can get us a, a epic if you want to support us. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the code. Thank you. There we go. There we go. Look at us. What a team. Story number one. PS5 version of The Last of Us Part 2 reportedly added to PlayStation's database. This comes from Jordan Midler at VGC. A PlayStation 5 version of The Last of Us Part 2 has seemingly been added to the PlayStation database. Twitter account PlayStation Game Size, which has a history of scraping the back end of the PlayStation network to like find out. I don't either. Uh, scraping the back end. Yuck. <laughs> 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 what has been added to it has suggested that a PS5 version of the 2020 PS4 game has been added, suggesting a release could be imminent. In July, The Last of Us Part 2 composer Gustavo do you know how to say his last name? Uh, I've never heard it a lot. I'll say like Santal Santalala, but that's just me. That's just me guessing. That sounds right. Uh, we're gonna go with it's, that. Yeah. Seemingly, let's slip that an enhanced version of the game was in development at Naughty Dog. Several reports published last year also claimed Naughty Dog was working on a director's cut of Tilu 2, and VGC sources previously suggested that the unannounced game was nearing completion as well. That brought up a YouTube video. That's how to pronounce his name. Let's hear it. Hold on. 
<laughs> Bear, do you hear this? The no, you gotta put it up to okay, the mic. Okay, hold on. Oh! And shout out to Windows for making a light laptop. This is what the mic... What do they call this laptop? The Microsoft Air or something? Surface. <laughs> the Surface. Shout out to the Surface. Right, here we go. No way. That cannot be no right. No fucking way. Santo Lasha. I don't think that's the, right. So the two L's make an S H sound? But I mean... I've heard people say his name before, and that that didn't sound like that. I mean, that's How what they say it then. Pronouncenames.com is, is says it like I that. I mean, shit. I don't want that smoke. <laughs> Pronouncenames.com <laughs> has never steered me wrong. <laughs> Fantalasha. See, even it's, no. See, motherfuckers are just messing with us now in the chat. Yeah. Anyways, Last of Us Two, bless. Yes. A remake, a PS5 version, a remaster. Who I the hell cares? Not director's cut. Uh, director's it cut. could be anything. It could be anything. Okay, it's happening to Game Awards. Lock it in. Oh, right. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, is that hype for Game Awards though? I don't think it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Right, like, I mean, it's more hype than than nothing. I than, guess. Yeah, <laughs> you know PC what I mean. Port. I guess. Yeah. yeah, a PS5 version of the last, but especially if it's a director's cut. Um, where was? The Death Stranding director's cut announced. I feel like that was a uh, Jeff Healy thing. And I know that's Kojima, but also like... Oh, it was Gamescom, wasn't it? Was it Gamescom? It might have been. That feels right. I think, yeah. That, yeah, yeah, I no, 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 no. It was. It was... Uh, um, wait, like Gamescom no, 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 no. It was Kickoff Live. It was, was it kickoff Summer Games. It was the first Summer Game Fest Kickoff Live because I was... I was at Disneyland <laughs> and I had to miss that, that reaction. I was flashbacks. really upset about it. And no, I was trying to did. watch, I was trying to discord in from Disneyland to be on the stream and it didn't work. Oh, I so, really remember that. Like Jeff Keighley obviously has that close relationship with Kojima. Mm -hmm. um, PlayStation also likes Jeff Keighley, right? Especially on the Naughty Dog side of things. It was at um, kickoff where we got the Last of Us Factions news or Last of Us multiplayer thing, right? And then also Last of Us Part 1. Yeah. And so I think if you're bringing Last of Us Part 2 to PS5, could make a lot of sense to do it at Akili thing. I think now's, now's about the time. I'm surprised we haven't gotten it already. I think that's for, that's me the thing. Because you, if you rewind back mm -hmm. to Last of Us Remastered, the original, that came out in 2014. That was mm -hmm. a year after Last of Us already came out. But I think we're that was in, the first year into the PS4. We're in a different world, though, now, especially when it comes to The Last of Us and PlayStation as popular as it is, where The I, Last of Us Remastered came out at a time where PS4 was first taking its baby steps, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, mm -hmm. into dominance. Yeah. Now PlayStation is so much more a household name, and Last of Us clearly because of HBO is even more of a household name. I feel like it's a great... And also with Spider-Man coming out and, the, and God of War Ragnarok and Horizon... They had such a good, like, stretch of releases, including Last of Us Part 1 mm -hmm. on PS5, that they didn't need to put this. And I actually think that separating, like, at the time, it was like, why would they put this out without Part 2? This should have been a dual thing, whatever. But now, it's like, all right, actually, business-wise, it probably makes a lot of sense to have this kind of steady uh, chain of releases because now they don't have that. Yeah, there's a little gap. So there's a gap. So yeah. this coming out early next year, I think, could make a lot of sense. And then on top of that, I feel like it's kind of the right time with the the strikes being over, and I don't think that like they actually tied it to all this, but it does work. I mean, out. last of the season two is going to be the start it's starting producing uh, starting production uh, in uh, late this January. year or January yeah. was January. So I feel like it's kind of a perfect thing of the amount of people that watched the HBO show for the first time, yep. then played part one yeah. for a part two to come out. 
it's kind of like exciting. And I feel like then there's going to be a big group of people that are going to be like, oh, I actually want to play it. So like I get to be one of the cool kids that's in the know when the show comes out. Mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah, I think you're, you're selling me on it a, a bit because I when I first saw this pop, uh, I think the thing for, thing for me is I, I was like, man, I don't know how excited I am for Elasis 2 coming out now as maybe I would have been if it was coming off fresh of the PS5 and I got to experience it with like the oh man dual sense features oh adaptive triggers oh like, you know the HD rumble all this stuff right like I'm we're far enough into the PS5 generation where those selling points aren't as tantalizing to me but so here's here's the problem with what you're saying because yeah. I agree I remember bless infamously there there are a couple of, like key like canon event moments in my life of me and you on games daily that I'll just always remember and last of us two getting delayed was one of those moments. Oh, where it was oh like, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. This is really happening. And when they announced that date of of June or whatever, or I guess there was a there was a moment where we didn't know the date. Mm -hmm. I was convinced they were just gonna hold it for the PS5. And yeah. that they were gonna do a Breath of the Wild type cross gen thing. And they didn't. So Last of Us launched months before the PS5, mm -hmm. which is wild to think. But we had Miles Morales, we had Astro, we had so much going for the PS5, and I feel like pretty much without fail since that launch we've had a, a strong ps5 yeah it's been a consistent cadence um maybe yeah, and especially considering the pandemic and yeah, everything like, like there's been some gaps here and there but even yeah. those gaps have been filled. like uh before spider-man 2 this year we hadn't really had well we had horizon call of the mountain horizon dlc and vr right but yeah. like that doesn't necessarily speak to everybody in that way but even in those moments you have a final fantasy 16 that'll come yeah. through and so like yeah consistently playstation's been pretty good about at the very least exclusives and people having something to play and i feel like we're finally looking at the first i don't even want to call it a drought because that's being very dramatic yeah. with final fantasy 7 rebirth and things happening but it is a, the, the slowest time the slowest future of the ps5 we've ever had so i think now being three at that point four years removed from um or coming up on four years removed from last of us 2 coming out jesus i'm excited to know, replay right? it more than ever if it came out earlier i would yeah would we have it, replayed it and, and also would we have had the time with I, I could i i can testify to that because i was on the uh role of like when the HBO show was coming out, I was playing the the remake in parts to like line up with like where I thought the episode would end. And then once I was done with my playthrough and then done watching the HBO show, I started a replay of part two just because I was like, God, this world is so yeah. good. These characters are so good. And then I dropped off like very early. It was a lot of Last of Us in a short amount of time. So yeah, timing wise, I think it, it, it makes more sense than I would have given it credit for. Originally. And like, to be fair, I played Last as Part 1 when they dropped that remaster for PS5, even in the midst of everybody being mm -hmm. like, oh, we want a remake. We want. I, that, the fact of the matter is that so many people, me, myself included, fucking love Last of Us 1. And so, and they also dropped that at a place where you would say maybe there's a drought here, right? Because that was, that was last, yeah, that was last September, year, right? That was 2022. Right? That was months and months before God of War Ragnarok. Um, I, I guess that was months and months after Horizon, right? Like there was a, there was a gap there for PlayStation First Party and Last of Us Part 1, Fill that in nicely, and I'm like, oh shit, yeah, I have time to play this. Let's get, let's go. Last is part two right now for 2024. God damn, it's 2024. Um, there is like we don't have much concrete like dates or concrete. Uh, we don't have a concrete idea of what first party PlayStation stuff is happening. Concord is announced, <laughs> and I think that's it. Like, there's Final Fantasy, right? But that's not even for that's not even first What's party. What's the Bungie one that's internally Marathon? Delayed? Marathon. So that never even got like an external release date. Yeah, like that true. that. And as far as we understand, right, it's just announced. And so, yeah, like if you come out in Game Awards and go, hey, like we're starting this year off with a banger. In February, you're getting uh, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth in 
March or April, you're getting Last of Us Part One or Part Two remastered or director's cut, probably, right? Like, I think that's a steady cadence, especially if that director's cut has any new content. Like, we talked about this. I mean, stuff. so that's the question, right? Yeah. Like, what the uh, Gustavo recently we talked about how there was a story where he was talking about how he's essentially kick a slider in Last of Us Two, this new version where like you can find him and have him play music for you. If that's there, what else is there, right? Like, what else are you doing? Is, yeah. is it going to come with a, and this is me probably taking things too far, but how cool would it be if it came with a left behind or if it came with like an extra story that is two to three hours of gameplay? Or, and this is something, I, you know, this has been rumored for years, I think, at this point, or at least a year, because I remember we've talked about it before. I'd be fascinated to see if they, again, a director's cut, do they, is there a version of the story that we can play through that does uh, day one, day one, day two, day two, day three, day three, yeah. instead of doing oh, days one that. through three and then doing days one through three again? Again, I'm trying to be as vague as possible. Interesting. Even, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if they'll actually do that because my one of my theories for remake was that they would try to uh, interweave Left Behind into like the, the main like Last of Us campaign. They didn't do that. Uh, so that's probably a lot of like reworking and stuff that probably be like too much to actually have it pay off, but an interesting idea nonetheless. I mean, it is, and like I, I, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm personally excited for this because I want to replay Last of Us Two, and like I want to play it with all those fancy bells and whistles. Because to your point, like the freshness and excitingness of like the haptics and all the the next gen shit like is a little over, but. Mm -hmm. I keep talking about, and like you'll notice it listening to me with any of the PlayStation first party stuff specifically, and Nintendo first party stuff to an extent, but specifically with the DualSense, I am so wowed by the immersion that the the haptics uh, give me. Like I, I'm such a fan of tactile sound, and being able to feel it is so powerful to me, and like making the experience feel more than or mm -hmm. greater than. And um, like Spider-Man 2 was a shining example of that. Like getting that in Last of Us 2 is very exciting to me. And um, all the extra fancy bells and whistles that it'll come with. Like, I don't know how much better I need Last of Us 2 to look. Yeah. But like, that's a good thing. <laughs> like, I, for me, I'm excited to play it not during 2020. Like that too. Playing, playing Last of Us Part 2 in June 2020 was such a tough way to play that game. And for me, I think it took a lot, of, a lot out of it for me where I, as fun as that game is and like, for as much as they're doing with the story, there are parts of that story that didn't sit well with me at that time. And honestly, might not sit with, well with me at this time, right? Like, it's not like the world's all healed. Like, we're, there's like an Israel-Palestine war that's going down. And Last of Us Part Two has, like, parallels to that type of shit as well. So I think I'm very curious to see how this game lands for people. And if it comes out, let's say, 2024 yeah. compared to 2020. Like, is it a better reception? Is it a worse reception? Like, I, I think the actual tones and themes of this game might speak differently uh, going into next year than, than previously. And I'm interested in that because like, I, I love last of us too. And I, I feel like, you know, it's, I think with, uh, with Spider-Man, Spider-Man two, God of war, God of war two, last of us, last of us two. I'm literally like, I love all of these so much. So it's like almost mm -hmm. feels silly to have to pick a favorite, but like, I do think last of us two is, is better than last of us one. And that's hard to say now that in the last two years I've replayed Last of Us 1, I've watched the show, and I'm like, God damn, Last of Us 1 is good. So I'm kind of ready to question, is yeah. Last of Us 2 as good as it was to me originally? Um, but here's the big question, Bless. What up? $70. Mm -hmm. It's going to be $70. And I think it, they're going to try and justify it. I think that's why it'll probably be a director's cut, is that they're going to try to justify it with new content. Like, that is, that, that's where we're at, right? Like, base or at least premium PlayStation games as they look at it are $70. Correct me if I'm wrong. Last is part one was $70, right? Because I believe that was a big hubbub that people got but mad about. But the difference about. there, last part one, 
dramatic like upgrade and yeah. visuals and animations and like all of that the, the fidelity of it it's so much more than even the remaster was yeah this isn't gonna be that i mean it's gonna be a little bit like it's not gonna be as dramatic as part one but like it's gonna have like the ray tracing performance like it's gonna have all those features of a ps5 it might have some more new content um and also like playstation doesn't care like they it, like, for them yeah. it's a new release it's a new release of a premium title. And so they're going to charge full price for it. I'm just hoping, and, and, and this is something where I, I love it. It's so funny because normally you have these conversations talking about like decade old games of like, oh, it looks how you remember it looking. And then you go back and look at it you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. But like in my mind, Last of Us Part 2 and Last of Us Part 1 remake yeah. look similar. Um, and yeah, like, yeah, there are some tech things that they don't have. But like, I I. I don't think it's going to be enough to justify the price point. I'm not saying they won't use it. Yeah. They're going to use They're it. Gonna They're going to use it. But I feel like there is a, enough of a difference here. If As mad as it made people, The Last of Us Part 1 was 70. If Last of Us, Last of Us Part 2 is 70, I think it'll make even more people even more But like why? Like loud. Last of Us 2 is longer than Last of Us 1. Last of Us 2 like, has more content than Last of Us 1. Because Last of Us 2 on PS4, you can get right now for dirt cheap. And if the mm. biggest additions are haptic feedback and stuff like that, I don't think is the mm. same as the increase as haptic feedback and the visual upgrade that part one got. What I'm getting at with you is, yeah, I, I understand people are going to be mad about the price every which way and like for good reason in a, for in a lot of ways. But I think there has to be something new. See, okay, so I think this is interesting because I think where we're where this is going to be, be split at, I'm so curious on when this gets announced and how this gets announced, is the difference between whether they call it remastered or director's cut. Because the director's cuts that we have, that we've gotten, right? Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, both those got substantial new DLC and additions to them. I think if Last of Us Part Two, whatever new version this is, is a director's cut, then I think it'll have substantial new content. I think if it's a remaster, then it is like, cool, same game. It's going to have like, you know, 60 FPS performance, all the stuff you expect, dual sense features, whatever. But I could see that maybe being $60. What's really funny is you're, you're actually kind of like breaking my brain a little bit where like, I mean, you're totally right. If mm -hmm. it is Last of Us Part 2 remastered, then yeah, that, the, that's then, it. Uh, yeah. They'll get away with it because that's what they're doing. Yeah, maybe 60, but probably 70. Probably 70 still. But like we haven't gotten a remaster on PS5. Like that word is kind of like. No, we've gotten ports. Uh, we actually have we gotten ports for like PlayStation first party stuff. Because I'm thinking of like Control Ultimate Edition and like Witcher and stuff like that. Which I think also was like an Ultimate Edition situation. Director's cuts. It's director's cut, yeah. which is like, which is what, so but far, that's what I'm saying. Like more separating there. separating director's cuts, right? Because like director's cuts, I think for PlayStation is a different thing. That implies more content. From PlayStation, have we gotten a straight up port? Like this is just a, uh, a PS4 game that we put out that we're putting on PS5, not a cross gen launch, right? Not God of War. We're talking about like an uh, old game. Marvel Spider Man is the one that oh, remastered. Yes. yes, that's exactly what I'm looking there for. There we go. That's actually. I mean, that's that literally is. Yeah. Oh, and that's some probably what's gonna CJ happen. CJ on says Uncharted Legacy of Thieves as yeah. well. But that like they didn't. That's a call collection. It Uncharted remastered. And that's a collection. Yeah. So I feel like that. that I think is, that puts in a different. There's added value there. And also remastered. that wasn't seventy, was it? Collection? I, that might have been. It was two games. Uh, Uncharted. Can you buy Spider-Man Remastered like alone yet? Do you start to buy Miles Morales? Uh, I think they separated it. Because when they separated it, how much was it? Oof. Because if that's the case, then yeah, if this is Last of Us Part 2 Remastered, then I would say $60, $50, maybe even. So it looks like Lucky. Legacy of Thieves was $70. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. I mean, look, 
I think we're both game. betting this is going to be seventy dollars. The yeah. question is, what are they doing to soften the blow of that and to explain it? I and think new content. I hope. I I hope beyond hope this is a director's cut. Like that to yeah. me would be like the the best case scenario. They're doing this. You don't need to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> but what would get us excited? A director's cut, yeah. not a remaster. I'd still be like, cool. I'm, I'm gonna play it. But and like, like, honestly, like, and I mean, what? It doesn't even have to be the most excited thing. I would love for it to be the most excited thing, right? Like, give me maybe another... Like, somebody in chat mentioned, like, oh, man, I'll be down for, like, an Abbey epilogue or something like that. Like, something like that would be would be dope. Shoot, I'll play... Give me a chapter where I, where I get Ezekiel's story or whatever his name. Isaac? Oh, what was his Isaac, name? <laughs> The yeah. guy that never got enough story? Let me play as that dude for, for a chapter. See what he's about. See like, what he's up to, yeah. See what yeah. he's up to. I'm down for, like, some, some weird shit. Yeah. Cool. I mean, look, I think that we are... Um, over expecting anything for them to add because like why would they yeah but i do think that with the power of the show right now and with season two not out this is kind of their opportunity to like uh neil and craig are brewing the story for season two like they already have like they're yeah. about to go into production what new shit have they added what changes have mm -hmm. they made that they might want to make now <laughs> hear me out love behind get out love no <laughs> last was far too no love behind you're done that's it for today thank you bless story number think two about it. will it. be read to you in just a second right after a word from our sponsors this episode's brought to you by BetterHelp. this time of year can be a lot and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety about it i can't even count the amount of nights i lose sleep because i just can't stop thinking my brain just won't stop talking therapy gives you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace and it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash kindoffunny today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kindoffunny. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Story number two, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth gets tons of new details, screenshots, and a Red 13 narrated trailer. This comes from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. 
Square Enix has shared a ton of new gameplay details and screenshots for Rebirth, uh, while the trailer's just a story so far catch-up that will be included in the game's main menu for those who need to be refreshed on Final Fantasy VII Remake. Square Enix shared plenty other bits of information too, including details of new regions, characters, and more. The developer confirmed both active and classic battle modes will return in Rebirth, again letting players choose between fast-paced action or slower-paced decision-making. The sequel will get a new difficulty mode, however, with Dynamic joining Easy and Normal to allow for further player customization. The regions of Calm and the Mithril Mine were also given a deep dive. Uh, Square Enix also revealed the synergy abilities would make their debut in Rebirth. These are powerful attacks in which two characters team up to perform, with more abilities unlocking as players level up the party. Cloud can launch Tifa towards an enemy to attack in tandem in the Relentless Rush, for example, while Barrett can throw in, can throw in Red 13 at high velocity to perform Overfang. Synergy skills have also been added, with these providing other benefits in battle beyond just doing physical damage. Summons were also touched upon by Square Enix, as the developer confirmed they would work in Rebirth the same way as Remake. So a lot of new info here. Uh, yeah. Like, pretty much I all mean, of the, this. This kid. The IG- well, we got this kid. <laughs> Wait, which one was this kid? Was he the in the VR guy? child who's like really into studying shit. Uh, like, there there was more in the IGN article that was like deeper dives into some of the regions, like the calm and the mythical yeah. mine and stuff like that. Um, and the, yeah, the trailer is like, it's just a recap. I've not seen it yet. Like yeah, I want to go I'm back and watch off. it. Cause like, I want to, you're gonna wait till you well, before you play. Well, if they're saying it. that this is like the main menu recap thing, yeah. I kind of, I love that games do that now, and I, I kind of enjoy it's getting good, in it's the a mood. Good tone set, yeah. yeah. But like, like oh, you don't want to just like jump in raw. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, because well, like if, if I watch it now, I, stop it. <laughs> if, I, if I if I watch it now, I don't have to watch it when I boot up the game. I can just get you're straight into. You're not gonna into remember what you, if you watch it now. You're not gonna remember that in three months. I guarantee it. I mean, it's just the first part of Final Fantasy VII, right? Like I've played that part of that game like what like five times. And I played this game. I'll be fine. I, yeah. I just got to remember, like, what the ghosts were up to. Yeah. What, ghosts, what, yeah. to? what, yeah. what were the, the ghosts doing? doing? Like, Tim, why were they there again? Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know I was uh, not outspoken, but I was one of the people who was a little bit disappointed by Final Fantasy VII Remake because I just wanted my, my OG story again. And then they're doing weird ghost shit and weird timeline stuff. And I was less into that. Uh, less into the active time battle, like kind of reinterpretation, reimagining for Final Fantasy VII. But I'm looking at these screenshots, man. Fuck, I want to play Rebirth. Yeah, man. Fuck, I want to play this game. It's hard not to be really excited. And like, I've said this a bazillion times at this point, but like, I have played the opening hours of Final Fantasy VII countless times and Remake kind of just being that the expanded game mm-hmm. i just feel so familiar with that part but i've always been less familiar with the rest of it like whenever i talk to imran i'm like like hey man like out of midgar on like i, I i've played this i've beat this game at least twice if not three times in my life but like i'm less like oh yeah into it um for a bunch of different reasons but um i'm excited for this i feel like this is going to be like the thing that really cements it in my mind and mm-hmm. like really gets me stoked on it all. I mean, I did the preview and like I was saying in the preview, I feel like what they had us play wasn't the most exciting thing that I, but the, the game is there. The quality is there. I expect this game to completely deliver what I want it to. Um, and what they're talking about here about these synergy attacks is pretty cool. Um, it's they're pretty much, they don't require any bar or any loading or any, anything. You just mm-hmm. use them as much as you want. And they're super fun and flashy and they do the team up thing. And there's so many different combinations of the characters of switching them in and out that it just makes it a very pretty game to look at. Yeah. You know, which and I'm it, down for. It's just fun. So um, super stoked about all that stuff and really excited where they take all the story. But like at the end of the day, I just can't believe 
we are so close to that's this. What, that's my thing is, I remember when we were talking about Spider-Man 2 and you're like, this game doesn't feel, like, this is before it came out, right? Like, oh, this game doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like it's, al- like it's already happening because they weren't like giving us all these marketing materials and it didn't feel like it was, it, it, like um, the rollout was happening, right? And we got there and it's like, shit, all right, we're here. Like there's a preview, we're mm-hmm. actually in it. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, they've been giving us trailers. Like they've been doing all this stuff. You've done a preview. I still, for some reason, don't feel like this game's real. I know it is. Like yeah. I know two months from now, Three months from now, two and a half months from now, I'm gonna be playing this game. Yeah. But for whatever reason, it just doesn't feel it doesn't like that's feel the real. case. Furby Production says Tim didn't explore enough because he was tired, so he didn't get the full experience of the demo. I don't know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I, I don't know if he's fucking with me or whatever. But like, yo, real talk. Like, I, I was one of the people at that demo that stayed the longest, and like, I did everything I could in it. Like, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. And what I know you're drinking a coffee too. You uh, probably know, had your bro, Starbucks coffee up. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely for sure. Um, but no, so excited for this thing. And yeah, just a couple months away, and it sounds big, man. Every yeah. time they talk about the the hours for it, I'm like, uh oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I mentioned it the other day that we're entering a new season. We're entering JRPG season, and like like this, uh, like a dragon, um, like the infinite wealth. Um, the there's like well, there's more uh, JRPGs. Persona like, three reload. Persona three reload. Appreciate it. And like even right now, Mario RPG re- released today, and I'm still pretty early on in Sea of Stars. Like I we're eating right now. If you're a JRPG fan, and I'm like I'm gearing up because I want to play all these things. Like some of them I'm not gonna get to. Like we'll see if I even touch Infinite Wealth. But yeah, like it's an exciting time if you're this genre of fan. Bless. I want you to review Persona three. Do it. I kind of. I want to also. What? Do when it. does it come out compared to Final Fantasy? Uh, uh, <laughs> it's the same month, right? It is, it's the very beginning of the month because I think Final Fantasy is near the end of February, if, oh. I, if I remember correctly. And it's just gonna be some little overlap there, I imagine, because like, if, I, I imagine we'd get Final Fantasy seven Rebirth weeks and weeks ahead, right? If this is a forty hour game, yeah. they're gonna give us maybe like, I hope three to four weeks. I imagine. Yeah. And that's that's eaten into Persona time. I think it's gonna be longer. You know what's crazy too? Mm-hmm. We're getting Final Fantasy 16 DLC. What? Oh yeah, that was the whole like. Um, was that rumor or is that? No, like... they announced it. I forgot they officially they, they announced, announced it, at, it. at um I don't know what it was, but they announced it like a couple months ago. Which like, oh my god, we're getting it, man! I can't wait. Yeah. That's gonna be. We're eating. Ah! Story number three: Microsoft's made a unique bluey Xbox Series X. Let's this go. Comes from Ryan Dinsdale at IGN. We winning. Bluey's world domination continues as Microsoft has now created a truly unique Xbox Series X console themed after the beloved animated series. Celebrating the launch of Bluey, the video game. Oh my God. Oh my God. Look at this it. This is horrifying. Look at it. <laughs> it looks like Bluey ate an Xbox. What <laughs> 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 like, oh, have I done? <laughs> Celebrating the launch of Bluey, the video game, Microsoft's made the custom console in a vibrant color to exude Bluey's high energy and lovable personality. Nailed it. Uh, the console's basically Bluey herself. I know. I saw. I thought the same thing. Did you know Bluey was a girl? Do you know Blue from Blue's Clues is a girl? And that's what I was gonna bring up. I remember learning Blue's, uh, Blue from Blue's Clues was a girl, and it no. blew my mind yeah. as a kid. Blue and Bluey are both girls. Yeah. And also, did Bluey just copy off of Blue's Clues? Because like, have you not talked I, about this? I think this? it's a different vibe. I think it's a different vibe. I think it is. It's a blue dog. That kids love light blue, and she's a girl. <laughs> they really did just add a Y at the end, you know? That's what I'm saying. One is named Blue, the other is named Bluey. How are you going to tell me there's different vibes? This Magen- is infringement. And also, Tim, Magenta was a boy. Magenta was a boy. They were breaking gender Bra- Yeah, breaking gender norms Good for the for kids. Them. 
The console's basically Bluey herself, featuring the beloved Australian cattle dog puppy in all her glory. The controller, which features matching blue tones, includes an image of Bluey alongside her sister Bingo. Only one console exists, but fans have a chance to win it by following Xbox on X. Only one console exists? This sucks, because I definitely want this, and I would have switched yeah. out my Xbox Series they X at home. They do this all the time. She says. <laughs> <laughs> like, walks in, just like, what the fuck? <laughs> gets jump scared. You just hear a scream from the other room, and you're like, what? Bluey! Bluey! <laughs> She's square. So fans have a chance to win it by following Xbox on uh, Twitter and retweeting the official Xbox sweepstakes post before December 13th. So get on it, everybody. Good I hate that they, they do this all the time where I they make know. really, I think, cool-looking consoles, and they only make, like, one or, like, a few for a sweet Literally stakes. one of these. That's yeah. weird, And man. I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like if you, I mean, I feel like if you made 100, they'd sell. I feel like if you, you've made, made 500, they'd sell. Like, I'd just make a few more. Yeah. Just make Let Gary Wood get one. Story, yeah, Gary Wood deserves one. Oh, Gary would have uh, desperately wants Yeah, let's, let's, can you pull up Gary Wood's Twitter real quick? Yeah, has he tweeted about this yet? Hold on, I need to fix an internet problem. Unless, okay. unless he's, he's still asleep. <laughs> like <laughs> Gary Wood, either asleep or begging for the bluey yeah. Xbox. <laughs> oh, you know what? His Twitter isn't active. What? Yeah, he's off. He announced this yesterday. Yeah, Did he off, really? Yeah, he's off Twitter now. Wow. Um, and you can't pull up, pull up threads on desktop yet, can you? Damn. Damn. Well, that's, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on there, orders. isn't there? Um, story number four. Aspire claims that KOTOR 2 Switch DLC was canceled because a third party objected. This comes from Jordan Midler at VGC. Publisher Aspire Media has claimed that the canceled KOTOR 2 uh, Nintendo Switch DLC at the center of a class action lawsuit was down to third party objection. The Switch Ports announcement trailer, which was published a couple weeks ahead of its June 22nd. Nope, June 22 June 2022. <laughs> this is bluey stuff, man. I can't get yeah, out of it. You know what I mean? It's just all I'm thinking about. June 2022 release stated that the restored content DLC was coming soon, and Aspire subsequently said it would arrive in the third quarter of 2022. However, in June 2023, Aspire announced that plans to release the DLC had been canceled. As compensation, it offered customers who bought the game the chance to download one of seven other games free of charge, including KOTOR 2 on Steam. Now... <coughs> Axios reports that Aspire co-CEO Ted Salich said Aspire believed it would be able to release the content, but a third party objected and Aspire wasn't able to do so. Uh, they also moved to have a class action lawsuit dismissed both last month and this month. A hearing on Aspire's motion to dismiss the case is, left, is set for the end of the month. Uh, despite their failure to release KOTOR's restored content DLC, defendants refused to give refunds to purchasers of KOTOR, reads a class action lawsuit, filled in July uh, individually and on behalf of all others similarly situated which was spotted by the gamer.com um uh, cool your like, I, your icon's blocking me uh, we have an update on the kotor remake from grub yeah that's uh, i think that, that wasn't part of the article i think that's something uh, uh, yeah oh. i added that in because oh. uh, i noticed that hold on let me uh, gotcha before we get there though uh, to talk oh my here. god the grub's face <laughs> wait is grub here or is this are you looking for grub <laughs> as the ghost of grub i didn't know if this was like a call-in situation where like he just hasn't spoken yet. <laughs> He's, just He's like just standing really still. He also he has much shorter hair now. Yeah. Um, but on this, who would the third party be? That would be that would be having. It's interesting, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I that's my hey, third would party. It, would it not be just Lucasfilm? But like they're letting them release Kotor too, right? Yeah. Like, isn't Lucasfilm in charge of this? Well. Uh, Kotor 2, yes, but maybe there's something about the DLC that they're not a fan of, or, like, whether it's, like, 
you know, like the way Lucasfilm operates with like a lot of people, especially when it comes to video games, they get very uh, protective over specific lore things. So there's a possibility that like the DLC handles some lore stuff that like might be related to stuff that they are planning to do soon. Yeah. So there, that's a weird possibility. You know? Maybe, but I also feel like you wouldn't do that if it would lead to like the developer and publisher getting sued, right? Like if there's a class action lawsuit happening where because you're not giving the audience the DLC that you promised, like I feel like Lucasfilm. I don't like, think Dis I don't think do Lucasfilm that. knows how much gamers can be gamers. Yeah, you but know? like they get they'll get the word that the lawsuit's happening. Like, oh fuck, we promised it. All right, cool, we'll make it happen. Like I feel like that's I feel like it can't be Lucasfilm. Like, I, but I'm also like, who the fuck is it then? I mean, in this case, I think third party can mean a million things. Third party doesn't mean third party the way we're thinking about it. A third yeah. party could be PlayStation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or Nintendo or Xbox. I don't think it. I don't know. I don't know. What is there? What's Grub's update? Grub's smarter than us. Uh, Grub's uh, update, not on the KOTOR 2 DLC, but on the KOTOR remake uh, this mm. morning on Game Mess Mornings with uh, one Tamori Hussein. Uh, Jeff Grubb stated Star Wars KOTOR remake is not being worked on in any way by any studio right now. Wow. Cool. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just based on everything we've heard, it's like, yeah, yeah, that feels about right. It's just, it just hurts to, just to hear it out loud, though. You know? So, like, going back to a few months ago where we talked about the, the PlayStation trailer being pulled, like, it, it, that game's never coming out, right? Like, that's part of the reason. I know we said it was, like, some license shit, but, like, they're also, I feel like there's also, like, somebody who's like, yeah, just take it down. Like, we don't want to deal with this anymore. We revealed this at the PlayStation Showcase. It was a mistake. It was never going to happen. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I mean, I hope somebody else picks it up. Like, I hope um, it gets, like, you know, Metroid Prime forward and like restarted and worked on by a Blue Point or somebody. Me too. What is Blue Point working on? Bless. Original content, I think they said a while, a long time ago we'll at this point. See, man. Bloodborne. That is one of the things I want to know most in mm. video games. One of the biggest unknowns is What's Blue what Point is up to Blue you? Point working on. Bluey Point says uh, Jim Leader Phil. That's great. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think they're they might be working on their own game. Like I, it might and like people want Bloodborne too. I don't think. I think most Bloodborne fans actually wouldn't want a Bloodborne 2 from Bluepoint. That might be a crazy thing to say, but like, I feel like Blood, if you want Bloodborne 2, you want it from From Software. You want it from the mind of Miyazaki, right? And so I don't think they'll touch that. Even Shadow of Colossus 2, I personally be like, hey, I'm down for it because um, Ueda is never going to make it. But, you know, I still think that it'd be weird just on the how we, what we associate that game with side of it. So I think maybe they're just working on their own new IP. Like, I think they could be working on their own new game. What kind of game is it? I don't know. Maybe it's their own Souls-like. Who the hell knows, man? That'd be sick, actually. Who the hell knows? Story number five. Dragon's Dogma 2 has possibly leaked. The release date. Just the release date. <laughs> Somebody in chat says Bloodborne remake. Y'all got mad over Last of Us Part 1 remake. You want a Bloodborne remake? 60 FPS. Yep. Yeah, that's not a remake, rough, though. Just add 60 FPS. That's a PS5 port. Not a remake. Director's Cut. Special edition. <laughs> Uh, Dragon's Dogma 2's release may have just leaked. This comes from Rhiannon uh, Bevan at The Gamer. Uh, and it's closer than we thought. According to the game's age rating page on the Peggy website, um, Dragon's Dogma 2 is launching on March 22nd, 2024. So just a few months away. This discovery was made by Reset Era user Dash Dash R, who shared a link to the Peggy website. The Piggy page with a release date listed. According to the site, it will launch on PC, Xbox, and PlayStation on the same day. 
Bless, you remember the first time you clicked on a trailer and it said Peggy, Peggy 16. 16. And I was like, and who like, the, what the fuck, fuck is Peggy? Happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never met a Peggy in my life. The only Peggy I know is now the Captain America. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Captain Britain. Well, I don't know her name. Captain, <laughs> <laughs> Captain Carter Captain is what they Carter. call her. Sorry. Uh, Dragon <laughs> 2, you played it. Yeah, that's cool. I like it. Mar- you excited for this on March 22nd, 2024? You having played the game mm-hmm. last month. What do you do? You think that that sounds about right? Yeah, Are no, you that sounds about right. That? Yeah, I think that. I mean, Capcom, they're a well, well-oiled machine over there. Like, I believe them on any of the release dates. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like they've not missed in terms of, hey, we got a game coming out five months from now, and it comes out. You know, like when was the last time a Resident Evil got delayed? Yeah, they call their shots. That is true. They call their shots, and they happen unless the game is called Pragmata. Then, mm, like, it doesn't, doesn't happen. You're right. But you're right. Dragon's Dogma or, Two. What was the other one? Oh, was there another one? Nights Out or whatever. Nights <laughs> deep Out. Deep Down. Deep Down. Oh, Deep Down. Dark, deep. deep Down. Deep Down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I watched a trailer for Deep Down a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Believe it or not. And when I tell you that trailer is ridiculous, yeah. the fact that any of us thought that was happening, we're idiots. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and we're, we're not doing a post show, but we got time. Barrett, just prep the Deep Down trailer for later in the show. Sometime after out today, maybe. That's Because so like, we need to watch the Deep Down trailer and think to ourselves, was that game ever coming out? Because the answer is no. Why the fuck did we believe them? <laughs> it, it makes me mad watching it back. I'm excited because I don't know why you would say Look, that. It looks like a PlayStation 6. game. Oh, yeah. And we thought it was going to be a PS4 early title. That's so funny. And it has online funny. elements. This is before Bloodborne, right? This is like, this is like um, well, I think Dark Souls had happened. So maybe we thought like, oh man, this might be another one of those. Goddamn, you're right. But like, look at this the fucking game. Animation is like, this looks modern. That's hilarious. This looks postmodern. Like this looks like something that's coming out two, con- <laughs> two consoles from now. We thought this game existed. Damn, dude. Also, what did we think the gameplay was going to be? I don't know. <laughs> like we just saw a trailer First and went, oh, that looks pretty. <laughs> we won it. Yeah. That's really funny. Like, come wow. on. Look at this, dude. The cool ass dragon. The best yeah, fire man. effects I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, holy shit. This, that's... Oh, this unlocked a memory. Yeah. Like this looks like you remember when we saw the Unreal Engine 5 like demo where she was like flying through all the like the mountains or whatever, and they talked about how we had all the fucking polygons mm-hmm. and whatever. All the dirt was falling. All the dirt was falling off. That you could have played this video and had mm-hmm. the same voiceover, and we would have been like, oh man, there's a lot of polygons. You know what's weird in terms of like the tech demo stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, this is another one that I'd love for you to, to bring up, Barrett. Look up Agni's Philosophy, A-G-N-I. Oh, yes. I was convinced this was going to be Final Fantasy 16 because, like, for years I was saying, like, like, y'all, it's been so long since they have announced a core Final Fantasy title. Like, 15 took so long, mm-hmm. and, uh, and then 14 being an online game, so even if you, like, just count just the single-player ones, like, from 13 all the way to 15, and then the wait to 16 took forever. And this Agnes philosophy thing felt like such a fleshed out world. Like clearly mm. a tech demo. They even said it was a tech demo, but yeah. like there was characters. Wait, when this. was this? Oh man. It's 11 years ago, it says. Jesus. Wow, that's crazy. But like, I remember I watched this like on repeat, dude. Like I it told- looks so cool. Like skim to the end a little bit. Like when she starts using her powers, like it's just, I want to you- know what her philosophy <laughs> is, man. I, so one of my, I love that we all have tech demos that we, that we like, to you. I know so many people um, remember the Zelda uh, tech demo for mm. the Wii U. 
right? Well, it was the Wii U, right? Well, there was the GameCube one, and then there was the Wii U one. Yeah, yeah. the Wii U one where I was like, oh, man, this looks in uh, insane. The Star Wars 1313 trailer still haunts oh. me to my days. Yes. But that was even that was like an actual game, though, right? That wasn't even a tech demo. That was like, yeah, that game was supposed to happen. The one that always stuck with me was the Quantic Dream Kara demo, and we got that game. We did. Yeah. And, and that always, that, like, that blows my mind that we actually got that, because I was obsessed with that game. That was mm -hmm. back when I was still, I was like, I was a Quantic Dream fan, right? It was like my, my stand. I was like, that was my my toxic fave because um, I really liked Heavy Rain back in the day. And so, and I didn't really like it, um, Beyond Two Souls that much, but I was still ride or die. And so I saw the Kara demo and I was like, I really need this game. Like I need this game so badly. And then we finally got the E3 trailer for Detroit Become Human. And like, I couldn't believe my eyes. I couldn't believe it was actually happening. And we got the game. It was cool. Yeah. I actually really like Detroit. But like, I mean, so, oh, oh, this is so funny. Mr. Anderson saying the Final Fantasy VII PS3 tech demo. Like that oh, was yeah. the opening of Final Fantasy VII done in PS3 graphics, and we ended up getting it on PS4, and now we're getting a sequel on PS5. Insane, dude. dude. Oh yeah, but yeah, Dragon's Dogma Two. I I can't wait to see like for it to come through and see what the conversation is around it. Like see fans take to it and all that stuff because it had really fun combat. I had a really fun time playing it. I think it's such a niche, not even niche. I guess like unique game. I should say right because it is. Hey, you have kind of Shadow Colossusy climbing on on um, uh, characters. You have like a bunch of companions that you're following. You have like griffins that you'll climb on and fly around. Like it's such a weird game, but it's also the time I had with it was really fun. And so I'm hoping that around this time, like there's not much else happening, so I can actually put some time into this thing because it'd be really fun. Exactly. Um... I do have a question in the thing. If you if you're like, do we? No, no. I, I was just like, I'm, I'm just looking. I'm trying to see. I, there was a there's a tech demo. I'm trying to remember, but I I'm blanking on it right now. I, I might get to it later. Uh, if I remember it, bless. That's mm -hmm. so far away. It's so far. If away. I was no wanted to know what's coming to Mom and Grab Shops today, where would I look? You would look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Do 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> It's not a tech demo, but I do want to talk about Final Fantasy versus 13 because oh, it might yeah. be one of the biggest heartbreaks of my life. Like, but you got it. No, I did. It's called Final Fantasy I 15. You. I hate you so much. <laughs> you, saw just... the, you saw the trailer where they crossed out the 13 and then added the and 15. I, I lost my shit. But yeah. they, dude, I, literally, that was um, like one of the well, one of the bigger first E3s I did at IGN, and we were in the the war room. Like, there was probably like 50 people in the room watching the the press conference live, and when that happened how loud that room got and how oh, most yeah. of it was me <laughs> like, oh, yeah. when that 13 turned into a 15 and also kingdom hearts three was announced at that same conference. Insane. Dude. I, absolutely nuts. Um, but man, that final fantasy versus 13 original trailer is probably my most watched video game trailer of all time mm. because the music just, it is so damn good. And there's an, a vibe and an energy. It was the first time we really saw like blood like that in a, in a Final Fantasy. He's out there fucking teleporting, cutting motherfuckers Fair open. Can prep the Final Fantasy 13 trailer because Sitt <laughs> sitting on his throne. Oh, there's just nothing cooler. Man. I remember. I think I was talking to you about Stevie um, yesterday and how Stevie was the friend that was like the Final Fantasy friend, right? Yeah. And I remember, yeah, Versus 13 was such his thing. Yeah. And he was uh, like, "Yo, what trailer is this?" Um, just teaser. If you type in Final Fantasy Versus 13 teaser, okay. it's like a minute and a half, maybe. Um, but yeah, I remember watching with him being like, yeah, this looks really cool. <laughs> this looks really ago. cool. Does that sound right? 14 years? Maybe. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's this one. We need, we need the audio on this. Yeah. What, what, what does the cloud mean in the top right? Uh, this is like some fan page or fan YouTube mm. channel. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Shimamura, man. She don't miss. 
Look at how young Noctic still looks. It's yeah. Wild. Come on. Like, come on, dude. He has protect up. That's the nerdiest thing you've ever said in your life. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's casting the protect spell. You know, the like, one. Dude. <laughs> like, I know that now we have video games that are like this all the time. And yeah. like, I mean, we got 15. And Fantasy 7 Rebirth exists. But like, he just cracked that man's neck between his legs. They're yeah, shooting against the thing and it's killing themselves. Oh god, this is sick as hell. <laughs> it's reflect. Yo, They're using reflect. <laughs> two, two, what year was like 2007 or something yeah. like that? That was a different time. <laughs> Where like the simplest things we just so high. Look at this. Throwing the sword up to teleport to it to get higher up the goddamn skyscraper before coming down to fucking wreck these fools. You could do that in 15, Tim. Yeah, I know. And, and also Kingdom Hearts. Your Zura, baby. Oh. Yo, yeah, Yoko Shimomura. Going dude, off. This song's Somnus, I'm telling you, dude. It is. Oh. Nothing cooler. Yo. The two coolest things in the world. Two equally minded but mm. oppositional ideology people sitting playing chess. Oh my god. Let me tell you about Drake and J. Cole <laughs> in the newest music video. <laughs> no way. Oh yeah. No way. Oh yeah. In the news, Good for them. They remake the there's like a, a famous image of I think it's Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo playing chess. They remake that image as J. Cole and Good Drake in the new music video. Good and when them. I tell you I got hyped, and then later on in the music video, J. Cole's wearing a Spider-Man suit. And it's fucking fantastic. I need to check that yeah, out. Yeah, you that need is, to watch it. You, so you're awesome. gonna love the music video. Ah, hell yeah. First man. shooter. But the second coolest thing, uh -huh. sitting on a throne all. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, like, like Conquer. Like, <laughs> Conquer's bad fur day. Exactly. Out today, Naruto Cross Boruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Connections on PS5, Xbox Series, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, Persona 5 Tactica on PS5, series, Xbox Series, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. If you want Barrett's thoughts on that, where could they find them? Uh, Monday's KFGD. Tuesday's KFGD. Tuesday's KFGD. Uh, KFGD is where we... Uh, I gave my thoughts on that, uh, and uh, I forget who it was who was tagging me in uh, tweets last night, but wondering about spoilers for uh, main P5, if you haven't played through P5 uh, fully yet, or P5 Royal, I would say at least get through December uh, into January before you play Tactica, because uh, Tactica will uh, kind of reference uh, major beats uh, from, from that stuff, so just a heads up, but it's a very fun tactics game. Uh, next up, Super Mario RPG on Switch. Big this day. is a game that I really just want to like take a second to give a shout out to because I think it's going to get lost in the shuffle of everything. It is such a special game for nostalgic reasons, but this remake is utterly incredible. There's so much joy and charm in it, and I feel like anybody that plays it is going to find a good time. And uh, I, I just I want to support this type of remake because they damn understood the assignment, and oh, they, yeah. it's really special. And I bless. I, and I know how much is going on. You're yeah. going to love this game. Yeah, it's going to be tough because Sea of Stars is like it's mechanically similar where you're doing the thing where you yeah. click the attack and then you click the button to do the attack or whatever. No rush but, to play it. I'm just saying at some point in your life, make time to yeah. play this I want to pick it up. Maybe the, on, I think, upcoming games cast, the plan might be to talk about like the games we have played, but playing for the rest of the year. And I think that might be my winter break game. Yeah, dude, you're going to love it. Like yeah. it's, I'm it's traveling really for, special for winter break too. So bring, on, bring along my Switch. It's going to be perfect. Uh, we got Warhammer Age of Sigmar Realms of Ruin on PC, PS5, Xbox Series X. We have Bluey the video game. What a release day. Everywhere. And The Walking Dead Destinies everywhere. Downwell on mobile. New dates for you. Uh, Spyro's coming to Crash Team Rumble on December 7th. 
Hell yeah. Uh, and then Dragon's Dogma 2 showcase is set for November 28th yeah. at 1 p.m. I wonder what Pacific they're going to announce time. there. <laughs> uh, deals of the day for you. Uh, you can get Amazon's Black Friday sale. Some of them are live, including EA Sports FC24 for 30 bucks, Jedi Survivor for 35 uh, Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope for $15, uh, and Mario, or Final Fantasy 16 for $40. Pretty damn cool. And then uh, I... I through this in here, uh, Wario tweeted out that Half-Life is free to own on Steam oh, until November this is... 20th. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see, I saw this this morning, but then it like reverted back and it looks like now it's back to being free. So hell yeah. yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm going to add this because I don't think I own Half-Life and I still not played all the way through Half-Life. But I also want to play the Half-Life um, Black oh, Mesa, like, yeah, which that's is the like remake. The, was it a fan remake or was it a I think it, official... got, it I think it started off as a fan thing and then got officialized. Yeah, that's what I own is Black Mesa. I'm going to add this to my account anyway. Uh, let's look at your wrong to see what we got wrong. Uh, Tonez Chaser says the last of us composer's name is Gustavo Santa Oaya. Oh, Santa Oaya. So that is what they said. No, they said Santa Lasha. You're right. In the thing. Yeah. You're, wait, no, you're right. Yeah, man. All right. Cool. Gustavo Santa Olasha. Come on. Yeah. Like that's so far that's off. That's not what this says. Yeah. Stop it. Pronounce names.com. Um, Cheyenne, uh, has some context that I do think is important here. While Uncharted the Legacy of Thieves was $70, it had a $10 upgrade path for people who owned either of the two games. I think having something like this for Tilo 2 would be the right move. While oh, I agree, yeah. I don't think there's a chance. I think we've moved on past that stuff. That yeah. was an early, this, like the cross-gen stuff where smart delivery and PS5's disaster was all being figured out. Mm -hmm. Nah, they're just releasing PS5 games now. Yeah. I mean, I could, oh, I could see it being, like, if it's remastered, maybe having, like, a $10 upgrade. But, yeah, if it's a director's cut, no way. They're not going to do it. Uh, we got Big Bad, Big Bad Beluga saying the Final Fantasy 16 DLC and PC port were formally announced at PAX West. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, Madrocta says, Tim, not to break your mind more, but Samus is also a girl. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um... Spider-Man Remastered has become available to purchase separately on May 4th, 2023. It's $50 and currently 50% off until November 28th. Thank you, Gabe yeah. PH. Um, when you said Death Stranding Director's Cut was also a $10 upgrade. Was that on PC or was that also on PlayStation chat? Let me know. Sal Romano says, not necessarily you're wrong, but since you guys are wondering what the gameplay deep down would look like, there was actually, it was playable at Tokyo Game Show in 2013. No way. And there's also, a lot of footage online. Now that I think about it, Death Stranding first came to PC during the director's cut, so that wouldn't have been the case. Never mind. Disregard me. Um, that's wild. Yeah. Have, have, have people ever talked about it? Like, have we ever no. gotten deep down all previews? Of those, all, all of those uh, people from T, uh, TGS, uh, we haven't seen them since. Yeah, they just started disappearing all of a sudden. <laughs> Uh, and then Big Bad, Big Bad Beluga uh, brings up something that's actually very, very smart, saying a lot of lore and ideas from Agni's philosophy tech demo was adapted into the game that would become Forspoken as it was made by the team that became Luminous Studio oh. or Luminous Productions. And yeah, that, that's absolutely Oh, is this deep right. down? Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> Capcom, <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. It's the game. game. But also, this looks incredible. What the fuck? Like the fire? I actually know. When you're standing still, the fire looks incredible. When they're doing like some camera movements, it look kind of flat. But like, this is this is fascinating. It really what is. What was the gameplay? Was this co-op taking out a? Is this like Monster Hunter? It seems like weird Monster Hunter plus Dark 
Soulsy vibe. And they're just spawning walls. Yeah. All right, get us out of here. <laughs> get us out of here. <laughs> Blue Young in this chat just says "Dick Rider." <laughs> what? The, what could that possibly? Could possibly have prompted that? <laughs> I mean, the dick of Capcom, you know. Oh no, I, I don't think because I just, I've been hating on Deep Down this whole time. <laughs> I'm trying. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to go back because, like, I don't know. I maybe maybe, maybe there was maybe someone clues. in the chat. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I do. <laughs> I do love Blue's Clues, and I was hating on Bluey in mm. defense of Blue's Clues. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Um, let us know in the comments below, um, whatever you want, actually. Yeah, just, just talk to us. Just yeah, like, have a conversation. Did you know that Bluey was a girl? You know, would you... Did you know the, that Blue was a girl? Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know. Did you know that Bluey and her family were all Australian? No. Mm -mm. No. No, not a chance. <laughs> Down there fighting spiders and kangaroos, yeah. Bluey. That's crazy, dude. I knew I knew Bluey was an Australian cattle dog. I didn't know that they were Australian, yeah. which I know sounds stupid, but I have a Pomeranian. That doesn't mean they're from Pompeii. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.